Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome to the Where Are You on the Curls podcast. It is your favorite time. It is story time. A year and a half ago, I was sitting on the floor tying my shoes when a guy fitting my exact physical attraction type walked up to me shook my hand and said good morning i immediately felt my body tense up i hadn't looked directly into his eyes but i knew that feeling all too well i immediately knew and felt something would happen between us it took months for me to see him again i had searched for him but after weeks i gave up on the thought of seeing him again i felt as if for the first time my gut feeling had sent the wrong message maybe it was just that he matched exactly the guy that i had pictured myself with tall and dark skin but i gave up (laughs) but i gave up on the idea of him one months and i mean six to seven months later i met him again and this time i felt the same feelings arise i didn't need to look at his eyes to know that he and i must have met somewhere else our souls recognized each other i knew i had to get to know him because i knew in my heart that he was sent to teach me something that he was a part of my journey for weeks i manifested this i spoke it out loud i knew he would ask me out for coffee i didn't even know if he drank coffee or not in between the time that i saw him for the second time and when he finally asked me for my number i began to intensify work on myself i knew that i had to prepare myself the day that he decided to ask me for my number was after i had came back from vacation i was wearing a pink crop top that made my suntan pop out even more he asked me if i had brought him something to which i responded something lame like you didn't tell me that you wanted anything but i can give you some of my coffee he asked how would i give it to him if i didn't know when i would see him again and that's when it happened the exchange of numbers he immediately told me that he didn't drink coffee that it was just his excuse to get my number I immediately thought that my vision wouldn't come to life, us laughing, having coffee together, as that's a love language for me. And it's something that I heavily envisioned for me and my future partner. Fast forward to our first date, we crossed over to Jersey to a Mexican restaurant. After we ate, I didn't want the date to end, so I asked if he was down for bowling. This bowling place had an arcade, and as we were waiting for our turns, we decided to compete. A friendly game of connect four with a basketball. If he won, I had to kiss him. Now I need you to know that I'm competitive as fuck, but I have no skills in shooting a basketball but would you believe me if i told you that i blacked out and let him win i thought i was playing but when i looked up he had won so we kissed right there and we played a few more games it was as if we had been together for months better yet years and that's exactly what you would think if you saw us there were kids around but if you know anything about me then you know my fuck these kids attitude is strong i was jumping on him kissing him we were hugging literally if you had seen us you wouldn't have thought that this was our first date. But anyways, after bowling, I asked if we could go to Starbucks. I didn't tell him why, but I needed to end that date with some coffee. (laughs) I didn't want the date to end, but I had a family event, and I also wanted to say fuck my family, but I hadn't seen them in months. But speaking of coffee, I recently told myself that I needed to find an alternative as I'm obsessed with coffee, but I do not want to continue to experience the jittery effects. I found magic in a bottle, literally magic mind. Magic Mind has helped me not only tap into my creativity, but it has provided me with focus and energy, all while allowing me and my mind to stay in the present moment. I've used Magic Mind as a pre-workout.
out before my meditations, before recording my episodes, and even on vacation. And the best part is that it allows me to achieve a flow state all while using natural ingredients. Ingredients that I was already using such as lion's mane, mushroom, ashwagandha, and matcha, which are known to reduce stress, inflammation, and anxiety. If you have not yet tried it, go over to www.magicmind.com slash curls to get 56% off your first subscription or $20 off your first purchase. And all you have to do is use code JoeAndTheCurls20 within the next 10 days. I'll leave all the details in the episode details below. But anyways, throughout the weeks, we would see each other, we would heavily make out, and I just want you to know that kissing him felt like I was meditating. And that's how our interactions felt. It felt like I was coming home. During this time period, I noticed a few red flags, but I decided to proceed. <laughs> because if you know anything about girl math, is that we we can differentiate between so many colors but when it comes to those red flags we love to ignore them all it's as if we are colorblind i started receiving hot and cold energy from him things he said and did didn't make sense to me we were starting to fall out at least what i felt when he ended up taking me to the airport during one of my trips and you should have seen us at the airport for those few minutes of us saying goodbye he whispered in my ears for the first time that he loved me at that moment his love for me snapped something in me that allowed me to tap into my creativity what i know now is that because he felt like a safe space i was tapping into my feminine energy he was also pushing me towards advancing in my soul's purpose during this trip i had to do a layover and when i landed in this country to await my next flight i immediately got the message if we both didn't nurture this relationship this will just be a layover and i'll read to you what i wrote to him i don't want you to be a connecting flight for me i don't want to think of you as a place where we both await as the universe prepares us for our next destination i don't want us to be that place where we wander around anxiously awaiting to leave and just wasting time because the next place seems to be better than where we currently are i don't want us to sit around desperately waiting to get to where we think we ought to be next i want us to be that exciting arrival where we cannot wait to explore each other or to discover the new things about one another throughout the months and our time together he began to show me what he was assigned to teach me in my life and this is where and when my life took a turn in the spiritual world fast forward to the end of july when i shared that a ladybug landed on me and that i knew that it was a sign of new beginnings he had asked me to be his girlfriend that day and now you know that if being single was a job position i would excel at that role i would be the directive right now because I've been single for about six years. So him asking me to be his girlfriend was a big deal to me. I knew that I hadn't opened up that door to anyone after my ex-boyfriend. Like I have had heavy situations with men where we both loved each other. But a title? <laughs> me as a girlfriend? Mm -mm. I wasn't gonna go down like that. That night we sat down at one of my favorite parks. And we spoke about everything that we both wanted and expected out of this relationship. And for the first two weeks everything was great. But then the energy completely changed. I tried speaking to him various times and he brushed it off and my body was sending me so many signs that this was wrong that there was something off i felt as if everything we spoke about went down the drain there's a reason why you date people and that's to find out what you like and don't like that's to grow and change yourself you learn what you're willing to accept and what you won't you both sign a contract that you will mirror each other that you will trigger each other people come into your life to show you what you need to work on 
what you need to heal from. He showed me that I wasn't as emotionally available as I thought I was because he was physically unavailable. And I learned that the hard way. I don't believe in closure, but I couldn't proceed with this relationship until I didn't forgive my ex. Tú no puedes tapar el sol con un dedo. You cannot jump into a relationship if you haven't healed from another one. A lot of people jump from one person to another without fully closing one out while still having feelings for someone. There was a lot that I was uncovering and learning about myself and my past relationship and who I was meant to become. I had jumped timelines. I was exploring my soul. Who am I? Why am I here? The lessons that I have to learn. And in the midst of this, I was carrying my ex's energy. And I don't know how to say this without sounding crazy, but this is why I speak a lot about energy and protecting yourself. Soul ties exist. I was carrying my ex's energy on the left side of my shoulder. I could feel him. I carried him like a book bag because I was carrying the hurt and anger that I felt that I never got to process. And now the craziest part is that I wasn't really angry at my ex. He was used to show me who I really needed to forgive in order for me to accept healthy relationships into my life. In order for me to not be afraid of intimacy. In order for me to be able to trust a man. In order for me to learn how to healthily express myself. I was using my old coping mechanisms all while trying to unlock new levels of myself. And when you reach new levels, your old patterns and behaviors cannot come with you. I used to deal with anger and hurt by lashing out on people or by running from it. Instead of using the opportunity to express myself, I sent him a big fuck you. The other side of this was that I was also emotionally unavailable because my subconscious and ego were still trying to protect me. Until I didn't go back and forgive the person who caused me to fear relationships, to fear abandonment, I wasn't going to be able to attract somebody who is emotionally and physically available. I wouldn't be able to get past the hurt because I've been carrying that since young. His actions were a match to my subconscious. When my ex showed up at my door with flowers and the letter, something in that letter reminded me of all the work that I have done. It reminded me of the little girl that I have worked hard to protect. It reminded me of the person who I was. Seeing him again, I was able to process my feelings and let go. But even when I let go, I was feeling empty with this new guy. I felt empty. I felt empty with him. And I know that this is nobody's job to fill you up. But if we're coming into an agreement, if we're entering a relationship, there are certain requirements. But there are certain and there are certain things that you cannot do. And I was trying to let go of my old patterns and behaviors, and certain parts of him were triggering the old me. The damage had been done. I couldn't go back and tell him my expectations more than I already had. And I felt that if I had allowed the behavior, I would be dealing with that for the rest of the duration of our relationship. I felt that I was giving him my all while he was half-assing me, giving me just enough to keep me around. And now my therapist asked me, and I'm sure that you'll ask me too, if I had broken it off with him because I saw my ex. And I knew that she would ask me that, but it wasn't. And I knew it in my heart that I had made the decision because when I broke it off with him, I felt light. I didn't feel conflicted. I didn't question my choice. People come into your life to mirror you. And I know that it's hard to believe that now. It's hard for your ego to believe that you are not a victim, that you are actually attracting all these people. And it wasn't until I started connecting the dots that I realized, well, of course he cannot be physically available because I'm still not emotionally available. And although I was giving him 95% of myself, there was still that 5% that was walking around hurt. So what I feel like he came to my life to teach me or what I learned during this period. I learned that you can share your pain and story to someone and they will still choose to copy what other people did to you. They will still choose to hurt you. The ego will want to blame them but we mirror each other. They are showing you what you need to work on. So it's not that they're choosing to do what people did to you, but more so is that you still need to process your feelings. There is something in there that they're showing you that you have not healed. Second, abandonment wounds. Oof. 
the more that I run, the more that I close off, the more that it hurts, the more I lose parts of myself facing my fears i need to learn how to face my fears because nobody is permanent everyone leaves everyone walks away we all have an expiration nothing belongs to us nobody is yours so what was i scared for i came from a place of scarcity i felt like i wanted to hold on to this love but i was also scared for it now if somebody chooses to walk out of your life it means that you are no longer vibrating on the same frequency as them and that they have taught you what you needed to learn and experience and I know it hurts. I know you want to hold on to people forever. We have this idea of keeping somebody for the rest of our lives. And yes, that does sound good on paper. The forever type of love. But the reality is that that's not the case. That is not the case with friends, with family, with lovers, with anybody in your life. People come into your life for a specific amount of time to teach you something to help you grow, to push you in a new direction. But the ego, the ego is what makes us afraid of losing people. The ego is what makes us afraid of rejection, afraid of failure. The ego is what wants to hold on to these people because we want to remain safe. That is the job of the ego and of your brain, to keep you safe, to protect you. Third, I now know why words of affirmation is not in my top love language, but communication is. And I'm not talking about the expression of love. Telling someone how they make you feel. Telling them that you love them. I say this because most times words don't mean shit. I can step outside and be complimented even on my worst days. What matters is actions. How can they prove that they love you? How do they show up for you? Do they make you feel important? Do their actions match what they're saying? Do they make an effort? And words of affirmation to me don't mean as much. But you putting in that time to communicate, to actually investigate what we're both feeling, that is an act of love for me. Like you say you miss me, you say you want to see me, you say you love me. Okay, so pull up to my house. Show up with some flowers, show up with some coffee. Make a reservation, plan a date, make some effort, come to the gym with me. There's just so much that you can do to truly show somebody and to put actions behind your words. Fourth, giving up your non-negotiables will only cause you emotional pain. And I understand that nobody is perfect, that people will come with baggage. But if there is something that you know in your heart of heart that is a non-negotiable, if you choose to ignore it at the beginning, it would only cause you pain at the end. And I knew that me giving up a lot of my non-negotiables will cause me hurt in the long run. Fifth, believe people the first time that they tell you something. Don't think that you're going to change them. People tell you and show you who they are and you think you can change them. You want to believe that you'll change them, but please believe them the first time. Don't expect them to give you what they already told you that they don't have, whether that's love, time, space, Whatever it is, people make it clear to you. Six, forgiveness. And this goes back to the mirror piece. We are here to mirror each other. There are certain things that you choose to experience. Everyone comes into your life for a reason. The ego will make you not forgive people. But on the soul level, it's much deeper than that. It's much more deeper than what someone causes you to feel on the surface. We're all here on a journey. We're all here fucking up. Now that doesn't mean we constantly become fools and let people run over us, but it's about discernment. And there are things you call into existence. You needed them to make you feel and experience certain things in order for you to grow. Eight, you can handle someone a silver platter, but that does not mean that they have to eat from it. You can pour your entire self onto someone. They don't have to choose you. They don't have to be ready for you. Nine, men self-sabotage relationships too. It's not just women who run from love. Men are also scared of feeling their feelings. Men are also scared of being loved. 
men are scared of losing you just as much as you are afraid of losing them. Men are also afraid of commitment. Men are also scared of abandonment. And I want to put in here real quick this example. And recently I met up with someone who I used to talk to way back when. And he felt he he was telling me how he had self-sabotaged our connection because of his own fears. And I think just listening to a man say that gave me understanding, gave me compassion that there are men who know what they have there are men who feel your power but they themselves don't feel powerful don't feel confident enough to handle you and they will mess up the connection 10 trust your instincts you know when something is off you know when someone is lying you know when someone's energy changes you know when you know and you know when you fucking know like you just know your body knows and i want to give you two examples i used to date this guy back in college and i had told him that i did not want to date him exclusively because i wanted to do my own thing and in that he's like no well i just want to be exclusive with you so we remained talking and i started having these vivid dreams they were so vivid that i started dreaming and seeing the girl who he was talking to and i would question him about it and he would constantly say no i ended up ending things completely with him because i'm like i cannot take one more fucking dream i cannot take it fast forward a few weeks after that guess who's he dating and dating not as in like going out to see but like in a full-blown relationship with the girl from my fucking dreams fast forward years later i was talking to this guy and i had this dream and i told him and i asked him like do you have a girlfriend and he said no why do you ask and i was like oh because i had a dream a few days later he came back to me and confessed point is that i'm telling you this is that you fucking know you you know you know you know you know but you continue to let people allow you to make you feel stupid to make you feel crazy follow your instincts there are signs everywhere and when you ask for a sign don't ask for a bigger one 11 your love for yourself should be greater nobody owes you love they choose to love you you owe it to yourself though you deserve to treat yourself how you treat others and you deserve to love yourself the way that you love others and i felt called to share this with you how i almost gave up on a two-week cleanse for him and how that made me feel so shitty because i was about to betray myself he and i hadn't seen each other for a few days almost like two weeks and he had invited me out and we had decided to to go to my favorite coffee shop i was just two days away from finishing my two-week cleanse and i knew had I gone with him there, I would break it. Because, again, this is my favorite coffee shop. I love the food. I love the coffee from there. He, um, he ended up canceling without telling me that he was canceling. He didn't apologize either. And I almost broke down crying. Like, I fucking gagged. <laughs> because I wanted to smack myself. And it might be small to you. You might say, oh, it's just food. You could have restarted the cleanse. But no, that's how it starts. That's how you built a relationship with yourself by following through on what you said. There's a reason why I had to do that two-week cleanse. Just like how I had to give up alcohol, my soul was requiring me of that cleanse. And here I was about to betray myself for someone else. In that moment, I felt as if I had not learned anything. As if all that work that I had put on myself to get myself to where I was, I was getting ready to throw it away just for somebody else. And last... <sighs> Be careful with what you ask for. There's a reason why you don't have certain things in your life as of yet. And it is because you might not be ready to receive them. There is absolutely no such thing as right person, wrong time. 
everything that happens to you it is orchestrated at the right divine timing you meet people at the perfect moment in your life and whether you want to make the necessary changes to receive them that is up to you there is absolutely nothing that happens in your life that is out of order you meet people when you need them you meet people when they need you there is no such thing as wrong timing unfortunately some people are just a layover in your journey people come into your life for a reason a season a lesson to show you something they come to reveal parts of you that you have yet to heal i won't ever lie to you all i have a lot of love for this man but it will never surpass the love that i have for myself and that goes for anyone that i meet i love myself to an obsessive level like i get I get why Narcissus fell into the river and drowned because he was looking at his reflection. I fucking get it. And this is the part where you take the mic away, but seriously, let me be serious, let me be serious. Aside from the physical, I have so much love for myself and I won't allow anyone to mistreat me, give me less. I have my standards and I'm not lowering them. I know what I want and I'm not in a rush. If I did six years, baby, I can do another six. And this is the point that I want all of you to get to i cannot make this up i cannot i cannot i cannot make this up just today some girl adds me on instagram and she's like hey can i ask you a question and i usually get these people ask me how do you travel so much how do you start a podcast yada 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 whatever so she her question throws me off balance she's like how do you know insert name here i was like why she's like because that's my man (laughs) and i want to know if you if y'all talking what you mean why the fuck (laughs) she's like did my man hit you up and i'm like yo baby girl it's 10 30 in the morning i don't know who you're talking about but i'm going to tell you this if you have to do all of this for a man you don't value yourself value yourself and put you first i promise you he's not worth it She's like, you know exactly who I'm talking about. And I value myself very much. I'm beautiful, honey. And he said y'all dated in middle school. Wow. Um, Middle school. Do you realize that that was 15 years ago and you are reaching out to me about someone who I made out with 15 years ago? (laughs) Y'all, I'm going to use this to close out this episode. You are the prize. It is a privilege. It is an honor for people to be by your side. Energy and time is the most expensive gift you can give someone. Don't allow society to make you settle. Don't allow yourself to be miserable and uncomfortable in a situation that you outgrew weeks, months, years ago because your ego wants to be safe and play it safe. Don't allow a temporary feeling of loneliness drive you into the hands of someone who doesn't value you, who doesn't see your worth, or doesn't treat you like they know what they have. Sometimes people know exactly what they have. They're just willing to risk it on the belief that you won't walk away. You come don't ever allow your love for someone else to put you second don't you fucking dare allow your love for someone to constantly overflow their cup while yours is fucking empty don't you ever dismiss your feelings you know when your time is up with someone you know when someone is lying to you you see the red flags you believe you can change them but you won't what you accept in the talking stage and in the beginning stages will be the reason why you end up breaking up six months years down the line be so fucking clear with what you want with what you seek that everything that comes to disrupt you or rob you off of that is removed but there is nothing greater that i've achieved than getting myself out of the mud than fighting through my worst days than achieving mental peace and most importantly the most beautiful relationship with myself i can help you on your journey i am not sabotaging myself you should put yourself first you should think highly of yourself you should act 
as if you are the prize because you are but there's also another truth that we are here on a journey we are all here on a contract we are all here with assigned roles to one another you have been assigned to a major role on someone's journey everyone is battling something within everyone is going through something and you may feel it is your job to change them it is not your job is to love people to love people without losing yourself be compassionate towards others without always overextending yourself and feeling burnt out people are dealing with insecurities with traumas with inner childhood wounds but it is not your job to stick around you do not have to you can love people from afar. Your relationship with yourself is the most permanent thing that you have in this lifetime. You have to live with yourself. You have to live with your thoughts. You have to live with your body 24-7, 365 days for however many years you are alive. The best and most rewarding relationship that you have is with you. You can love people. You can love on them. You can want to better them, but that is not your job. I pray that you don't go to sleep questioning your worth. I pray that you don't allow your love for someone to ruin all the progress that you have made. I pray that you don't go to sleep crying over someone. I pray that you're not out there reaching out to other people to confirm if your partner is seeing them or not. I pray that you have a strong will and discernment to know when it is time to walk away. I pray that you don't allow your ego's desire to get you in bed with someone that makes you feel lonelier. I pray that you wake up and see relationships for what they really are. I pray that you don't allow someone to convince you that you are not lovable. I pray that you don't stay in physically abusive relationships because you're convinced that you won't find someone else to love you. I pray that you find it in you to not feel a victim and to see people as a mirror. Be thankful that they're willing to show you what parts of you need healing. That they agreed to play this role for you. And I say all of this while saying that I know that you chose whatever situation you're going through. I know that you can get yourself out of it. I know that you are capable of obtaining more if you desire it. Thank you guys so much. Until next time, I will leave you with a reminder that you are powerful, you are beautiful, you are strong. And in case nobody has told you this today, I love you so much. Please continue to download the episodes, leave a review, share with your friend, with your coworker, with your lover, with your neighbor, with someone who you think needs this message. And as always, continue to reach out to me, send me your questions, send me your thoughts, send me your feedback. I love you.